<clears throat> I, I can hardly hear that song without crying uh, because of the effect that Dr. Webster had on my life. Um, and to think that the pediatric diagnosis 10 quarter class that he taught me is the class that I'm teaching you now like boggles my mind. To be standing in his footsteps is unreal. Uh, and to be teaching for the ICPA, which he started and was his vision, I <coughs> am flabbergasted beyond words. Because the whole, this Eric Clapton song, which is one of my favorite songs of all time, you know, change the world, right? You can change the world, right? And think about it, you know, D.D. Palmer did something that really was done for thousands of years before that, right? There's nothing different in the fact that D.D. Palmer pushed on someone's back, right? The, 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 you can look at hieroglyphics and see people pushing on people's backs, right? So the actual, you know, thing, the, the movement, the mechanical movement of him putting his hand here is seen thousands of years ago. That wasn't what he did that really made a difference. It was his thought process, right? His thought process. You know, chiropractic is founded on tone, subluxation, adjustment. You know, those things were different. And those things can change the world, right? And Larry Repster, if he was here right now, I think... In some ways, he'd be really happy, and in some ways, he'd be really upset. I think he'd be really happy at the ICPA, uh, and he'd be really happy that Life University has more pediatric classes than any other chiropractic school in the world. I think he'd be really very happy with that. I think he'd be very happy seeing kids like this you know, in our group here. I think he'd be super happy to know that you've got Cairo kids being raised and hearing this philosophy. Right, Alicia? Right? So, you know, that, that they are experiencing this kind of stuff. I think he'd be super happy with that. I think he'd be amazed at how Dr. Jeannie Ohm and the others who are on the board of ICPA have taken the ICPA and now made pediatrics probably the most popular of all the different, uh, like, secondary certifications that you can get. And I think that he'd be super happy with, with that. But I think he'd be really sad also. If he was here and he was standing in front of you, uh, I think that Dr. Webster would say to chiropractic, not to you, but to chiropractic, shame on you. Shame on you for letting chiropractic slip the way it has. You know, shame on you for not really going all out. Like he said, chiropractic will reveal its secrets to you. Chiropractic is not revealing its secrets if you're studying more back pain. There's no secrets to back pain, right? Right? We spent this week, uh, whether you were in my class or I think in, in Dr. Kramer's class, talking about like, these case histories and what might happen with certain people and how you would go about you know, you know, doing things and stuff. Um, and I want you to think about that because I want you to think about where chiropractic is going in your practice. Right? Because soon this is going to be your practice. Soon this is going to be your thing. Right? Soon you're going to be in peak. Soon you're going to be in your own office. Right, or associating with another chiropractor. Where is it gonna go, right? Like BJ said, one of my favorite sayings is guard it well, right? Guard it well. You have a sacred trust, guard it well. What are you going to do with this, right? And I'm telling you, it's super easy to get caught up. If you read Dynamic Chiropractic, the, the paper that comes out every couple of weeks in chiropractic, and you look through, the, or chiropractic economics, or some of these other uh, things that you get for free, 
and you see what's advertised. Do you see chiropractic advertising those things for the most part? No. The, the, the latest issue of one of these things was talking like the articles is how to bring more you know, patients into your practice with nutritional therapy, which is great. It's great stuff doing nutrition, but that's not chiropractic, right? And there's this ad for this thing, this electrodermal thing that you can, I don't know what on earth it is, but somehow it's kind of like the cryotherapy thing that you can freeze fat, something to do with fat removal, endo something or other, God bless you, fat removal. Some, what is, I'm sorry, I'm losing the relevance to chiropractic here, right? Right? And there's all these different machines and all these different coaching organizations and all these different computer programs, which we are the best EHR. No, we're the best EHR. No, we're the best EHR. No, we're the best EHR. And that's what it's all about, but there's nothing about chiropractic in there at all. And that's what I think Dr. Webster would be really sad about, is where is the chiropractic in chiropractic, right? And can I tell you where it, it has to start? Where is chiropractic in this room right now? It's in you, right? It's in each one of you. Each one of you have chiropractic inside of you. But are you going to let it out? Or will you be swayed, right? Will you be swayed? Think and grow rich. How many people have read Think and Grow Rich? All right, this is required reading. It's free. It's free. You can, well, you can go to the library and actually get the physical book. But if you want to read it online, it's free online. There's PDF versions online all over the place. You can even get apps. There are apps that have it. You can just flip through it online. It's free. Think and grow rich. You've got to read. If you haven't read the book before you graduate, you are wrong. <laughs> right? You've made a mistake. And it's not a hard read. It's a small book. It's like 150, 200 pages. It's super easy, quick read. In Think and Grow Rich, what he's going to talk about is what Webster had, and that was a burning desire. A burning desire. I can't do a thing without thinking about kids. No matter what I do, no matter what I say, no matter what I read, or th it's, it is embedded in my skull so deeply I can't live without it. I wake up thinking about it. I go to sleep thinking about it. I go to, people say like, Doc, You've been like doing this for years. Why do you keep on going to seminars? Right? Because I want more, right? One of my favorite sayings is that the more you know, the more you need to know. The more you know, the more you need to know. I want more. I can't get enough, right? Dr. Tony Ebel was here on campus uh, you know, this morning, and it, he gave an amazing, very quick talk at the ICPA club. And he was referencing four different research articles and during lab today, I found all four of them, and that's my reading for the next couple of days as I'm flying to New York to do ICPA, right? I just, I want to suck it in. And that's what chiropractic is about. Chiropractic is never stop learning. Never stop learning. Right? It's, you should be excited about learning. You should be thrilled. I know sometimes the stuff you've learned in here is stuff you're just going to dispose of and put in some far recess of your mind and make sure it has cobwebs and stuff, you'll never see it again. I get that, right? But what I'm saying is that one thing that Webster was so fond of talking about was that, that chiropractic is going to grab a hold of you, right? And that is the way to success. When chiropractic grabs a hold of you, you can't help but being pulled along like this because chiropractic has got me and I can't stop it. I'm like, it's like I jumped into a river and the river is flowing and I could try to swim upstream if I want to, but I don't want to. Because I'm having too much fun just letting it take me. Take me wherever you want it to go, right? And whatever chiropractic you think it is now, I'm telling you it's going to morph. 
So don't be steadfast in your beliefs right now that this is what I'm, my rest of my life, I'm doing this, right? Because when I first graduated, I was very steadfast and I'm only going to do Gonstead and I'm going to do it in Cresco, New Jersey. At 310 Nickabaca Road, Cresco, New Jersey, right in the corner, over, it was a great office location, right near a traffic circle. If anybody knows that particular area, it was a fantastic location, unbelievable amount of cars passing by every single day, right? And I thought I would, I was like, I was, I implanted here. But then in 2001, we got a phone call. Actually, 2000, 2000, I got a phone call from one of the main, from the pediatric uh, teacher at Life University saying, uh, I've heard you've been teaching about pediatrics and stuff, and we need someone to take over the class that Webster used to teach. Will you want to do it? That was not my intent. I wasn't thinking about it. I was, it was just kind of like, knock on the door, right? And when someone said, you can teach the class that Webster taught, right? What do you think I was doing? This is in my office, Friday night, around 4 o'clock, places lit up, all kinds of people, and I'm standing there with the phone going like this. Like, this was far out of my construct. Was that my expectation, right? Was I planning on that? Is this what I had? Now, I intended at some point in time I wanted to come back and teach, but who knew, right? But after Webster passed, they'd kind of gone through a number of different people, and they wanted to find someone who would, like, really stick it out. And... I was like, oh my God. Now, I knew what I wanted to do, but I knew there was a lot of other stuff that had to get done to make it happen, right? But what did we do to make that happen? Do we force it? Do we push it? No, I was flowing down a river. I said, okay, let's just, let's see what happens, right? We got to sell our house. I got to sell the practice, right? And when we tried to sell the practice, that was very interesting. You know what people did when they came in to see my practice? There are people who want to change my practice. Because we had a 100% subluxation-based practice with no machines, you know, no micro-stim, electric current, blah, 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 blah. So what did people come in and say they want to do? They came into my office and said, you have a gold mine. You have an untapped gold mine. Imagine if we charged like every one of your patients and now we put every one of your patients on like muscle stim and ultrasound and mechasonolators and hot packs and cold packs. Okay, we could, you could triple what you're, you're making. I actually had people offer me double what I was asking for my practice. And I refused. I said, I don't want that because you're not going to change what I just created 12 years in, in making. And they're like, what are you kidding? You're asking for this, I'm gonna give you this and you're not gonna take it? And I said, no, because that's not what this is about. Right, we waited for a life grad, Dr. Tom Campione. He's a life grad who took over my practice in 2001. We were waiting for a life grad or someone who had the right philosophy, right? Because Webster said, like, a chiropractor is gonna take a hold of you. And I was not going to let someone change that for those people, right? Because that was my family. That's my just like my is my chiropractic family now, my patients. Well, that was my chiropractic family then. And I wasn't going to let that change, for a few dollars, for a few pieces of silver. Right. So I want you to really think about that. I want you to think about how powerful this is. I want you to think about about Eric Clapton's song. You can change the world, right? You have the if D.D. Palmer can change the world, so can you, right? One person change the world, right? Think of how powerful that is. And think about the, the think and grow rich, the burning desire. Like, I, I, I hope that during this course of 
you know, this class that we, we teach here, not only did I teach you about some adjustments and stuff, but I also taught you about that desire, right? And you got to dig down deep, you know? And some of you guys are, might even be afraid of digging down that deep and, and reading that book and following the steps that he talks about to say what you want. Every, you know what I've been doing for, for years is I've been writing down what I want every single day, notebooks and notebooks and notebooks of the goals written over and over and over and over and over again to help manifest what I want, right? So I suggest you start thinking about that. Thinking about how do you, are you going to create what you want if you don't think about it? Like, it was funny. I was talking to my son the other day, um, and, and God bless you. And he said, I don't even know how this conversation came up. And he said, well, you know, how, do you, how did you create the practice that you wanted? And I said, well, the practice I wanted is I want, well, I want babies and children, but the easiest way to get them is I want my, my goal is to talk to women who are somewhere between age 25 and 45 who have at least two kids. Right? That's my ideal patient. He said, how'd you come up with that? I said, it came up itself. Right? Because who's having the kids? Right? It's, it's, it's almost a logical thing. That's the, the people that I attract. And so that's my burning desire is I want to attract the women in my area who have kids between age 20, uh, they're, they're between 25 and 45, and they have at least two kids, right? And that's the kind of person that I have manifested. He's like, well, how did you do that? And I said, I didn't do it, it did itself, right? This is the natural process of going from point A to point B, that's the person you're going to attract. So whatever it is that you wanna do, if you wanna do sports, if you wanna do peds, if you wanna do, you know, just pregnancy, if you want to do geriatrics, whatever it is, then start manifesting your dream, your burning desire. Your burning desire should be that, who do you want to take care of and start thinking about how and when and where that's going to be. Because unfortunately, Dr. Webster isn't here today, right? And I miss him terribly. I miss his words terribly and his, his guidance. But his vision lives on, right? His legacy lives on. And that's what I hope to impart on you is that we want to leave a legacy, right? It's not just about paying off student loans or getting a big house or whatever, all that kind of nice stuff that's gonna happen. It's about leaving a legacy, right? Because some kid is gonna come to Mackenzie's office someday and she's gonna adjust him and then 20 years after that say, you know, I wasn't able to talk and then I went to see Dr. Mackenzie and now I can talk and now he'll have a whole different life so that's a legacy, right? That's the legacy that she's going to be able to leave, right? So imagine that legacy all over, right? So we have 35, 40 people in this room, all you guys having all these legacies over and over and over again. Wouldn't that be the coolest thing, right? And that's what Webster wanted, is to see you guys own that chiropractic and realize that you can change the world one person at a time, right? You're going to change the world one person at a time.